This is Marnie with Maxim and Marnie, a podcast I get to do where I interview people from my church. Um, and I've been really blessed lately to hear some really great feedback of people listening. Pastor Brian's heard some things, people oh, yeah. are relating. I get text messages from people after they've finished an episode and they'll be like, yes, this person. Or yeah, it, it, like each person's liking a different story yeah different people connect to different ones but we love that you're listening i heard that mine is the favorite though (laughs) (laughs) we love that you're connecting and listening to people's stories um which just brings us uh in bigger community which i love so today we have kaylee (laughs) i would say gutsky yeah. I would have said good. I think I said Gutsky for years. I know. I'm not sure what I call you. I When I went to college, you know, freshman year, uh, which is right now, they said Gutske, which I think is the first time I've ever heard that in my life. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How do you spell your last name? G U T O Z K E. So it's German. So, like, if you pronounce there's, if you think there's like an A at the end, it makes it a little better. So, Gutska. Yeah. Gutska. Yeah. Because there's an E. What's your middle name? Lynn. Kaylee Lynn After Gutzka. my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I so love your Kaylee, parents. you grew up in Naperville. <laughs> I did. And you grew up at this church. Yes. Talk to me about that and the family that you grew up with. Yeah. So my mom actually grew up Catholic. So, and my dad is Lutheran. And so when they had my brother, who is 28 now, <laughs> he, they were like, we need a church. And... My mom, you know, grew up Catholic, like I said, for most of her life, went to Catholic school. And she was she wanted something new, and she really wanted to find a church that was accepting. And they just kind of church shopped, which I think is fun within itself. I, I did that a little bit when I went to college. Um, but yeah, and we hopped upon our saviors, and the rest is history. My sister went through all of the programs as well as, as my brother and uh, I as well. So starting from, I think it's like, what do you, what is the children's ministry one? Sunday like school. kindergarten. Sunday school. Yeah. yeah so I started, we all yeah. started with Sunday school. Um, and then we went on to, I think I did percussion. I think it was the only family praise that did. Percussion. Yeah. Praise percussion. Um, and I played bells. And Who I, led that with you? That was uh, Shelly Mae Hutchison. Still does who, it. I, yeah. She still does it. I love her so much um she's two amazing kids (laughs) Uh but yeah uh and through that I was actually I think that was like the start of really being able to become uh or realizing that I was more connected through God through music and she was able to help me figure that out which I think is really cool because I never I felt like something was missing and when I did that bells thing it was something when performing in the service that really hit home with me and so then when I got to high school you know after going through surge and ignition which is uh our youth group Mm -hmm. uh, for junior high and high school kids um I wanted to get more involved in high school and so I joined uh Eagles Wings uh which was a real life changer for me talk to to me about that yeah so I came in freshman year as most people do not really knowing what it is knowing that we just sing um on sunday we do we do like a choir tour so i was very like oh my gosh these people are crazy there's a lot of like singing and friendships and i just feel kind of out of place but i think that's how most people feel um and i kept coming i kept showing up and then sophomore year um, after going on the tour of freshman year i really just felt home like i found people that I could connect with spiritually like just feel comfortable talking about my faith and any personal problems too because I think that is important about a church is to be able to open up about your personal beliefs in a comfortable way tell me oh sorry was your first tour was that Slovakia yeah so your freshman year you did Slovakia which is a big trip yep Mm -hmm. because that's my freshman doing Slovakia yeah you go I think it's a week long yeah. Seven to ten days. Yeah. Seven to ten days. And as I said, I was a freshman, so this was the first time that I was going out of state. Was it your first yeah, first time on a plane? Um No. No, not out no. of state. You mean out okay. of country. Out of mm, okay, I take that back. I went to <laughs> <laughs> I only fly to Peoria and back. <laughs> um in eighth grade, so my sister was studying abroad when I was in eighth grade, so we went to Europe. So that okay. was so technically second time. But this okay. was like the first time out of state by myself. Yes, like, that's huge. With like, like 50 oh, teenagers. 100%. That's huge. Who were the leaders on that I'm trip? not a teenager, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that fun. <laughs> um, 
I believe it was, oh, wow, a Dave Hammond. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, who, what'd you ask? Who, who were the leaders? Who was the leaders? Chips. Me, Lynn Ponish. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't talk of you. Who else? No, you're fine. No, I, I need help. Mama. I don't remember. Yeah, Mama B. Kim, um, Kim Bolesky. Kim Bolesky. Yeah, I don't know her. Because uh, I do awesome. Ignition, but I don't know Eagles wins, Wings. But she was at the Naperville Central performance of Mama Mia. Yeah. She was with Lynn and Don. Yeah. And some or Carly or Emma referenced we her. We should have her on. Yeah. You would, you and would. I was like, oh, I don't know her, you guys. And they were, and Carly yeah. said the same thing. Oh, she's so maternal oh, and so caring. We also had Kathy um, Puppets. Uh, Pearson. Pearson. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. That was that was also really cool. Uh, yeah, so Kathleen Pearson had the puppets. So that was really interesting because we could sing and then also have the puppets behind us. And that was really cool coordination. Songs, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that was your freshman year trip. Can you tell me all the places you went? Sophomore year? <laughs> I know. It's hard. Sophomore year I know we went tour to... was, well, senior year was New York. Yeah. Yes, senior year was New York. Junior year so, was junior year. Seattle uh, was Seattle. So you know oh. all of these. Junior year was was that no. the Carolinas? Sophomore year. So, I mean sophomore, sophomore year is the Carolinas. Um, and then, we took a pit stop on the way back to St. Louis. I think one of the trips. Okay. I'm not really positive. Yeah, but yeah, you hit them all. So it was freshman year to Slovakia, sophomore year to Carolinas. Junior year to Seattle, Seattle, and then senior year to New York. So really fun experiences just right. to kind of experience the country yeah, and the world. I mean, that's pretty epic. Who were your best friends, best relationships that you um, came out of Ignition and Eagles Wings with? Who are those people? Yeah, I've met seriously so many amazing people. Uh, I Freshman year, we had a huge choir, uh, like 56 people. Uh, so I met um, Kira Druick, Kira Conroy, uh, Julia Kremen, uh, Grace Harvey. So like so many, I can go on and on. And uh, they would have all been seniors though. When you yeah. Were so I, since I was a freshman, <clears throat> they were uh, definitely like Kira Druick um, and Julia Kremen really took me in as a freshman, and I oh, think that's I what love really that. yeah. I really think that's what made me like feel cool. at home seniors juniors listen to that yes mm. <laughs> do that For repeat sure. rinse and wash yes i think it's just that act of making them feel welcome even though you are so far apart in age it really makes the difference because as a freshman you're so lost and you just want that connection mm-hmm. and where did your faith grow or was it challenged through high school that you experienced mm. and those experiences I, I think, so I've gone on three mission trips. I've gone on two to Haiti um, with our church. And then my, so that was my sophomore and junior year. And then my senior year, I went to the Dominican Republic. Uh, so I think more, my, I think the faith part that was really challenged was going there and seeing uh, how joyful these people were, but with having nothing. And I think it's very hard to kind of understand that part about how can we have like such poverty in a world when like God's supposed to provide for us? And so it was a lot of, I think, inner turmoil of coming to terms with how I feel about it. Um, and also they're just, they're, they have their own, a very different um, way of practice or beliefs. Um, I would say probably definitely more conservative on the scale of things. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was very, it hit home for me, especially in this kind of society too, where we're, uh, coming out, uh, people are, uh, I guess, yeah, coming out um, in as um, identifying in the LGBT community, which I think is awesome. But it is, it was very hard to go there and uh, talk with people that were very against that. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, for instance, um, not not sharing even about Haiti, but like mm -hmm. um, in in Mozambique, in conversation with somebody, I I asked about. Uh, people within their community that are are gay to which the response was we don't have gay people in Mozambique and like so it, it it's like a different uh approach even to the conversation and you want to be respectful because you're in their house and and so yeah I, I've I've experienced that as well yeah they and even something that was even hit a little <laughs> to me which was a little strange I would I don't want to say that because I feel like that's offensive but uh 
we were talking with one of the, I think, like group members that was leading our group uh, for Haiti. And we were talking about like yoga. And he was saying, since it's yoga is not talked about in the Bible, mm-hmm. he won't do it because um, mm-hmm. he thinks it's not something since like God hasn't like sanctioned it as something that we sure. should do. He mm-hmm. won't practice that because we were doing yoga on the on the roof. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you doing? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, it, well, it's it's a different approach. Um, so really experiencing everywhere. people yeah. in, in different comfort zones and, and figuring and kind of that makes you lean into what do I think? It does. Right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think it was just I don't think I've ever actually had a chance to digest what I actually think until you go on a trip like that, because I mean, you work you wake up, you go and you go help to build this amazing church. And then you, that was like a day of building relationships. And then you just have time to literally sit and digest. And so you, everything hits you at once. Um, and so I think, yeah, until you go on one of those trips, at least for me, that was a turning point in my faith. Yeah. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. That's cool. um, and so your brother who's 28, what does he yes. do? He uh currently is trying to get his associate's degree at cod and your sister who's 20 something something medical she is 24 i'm horrible at ages (laughs) yes (laughs) she's 24 ish yes and she is in college still or just graduated yeah so she is a year about a a little under a year but out of college yeah so she is in healthcare management and she's also in St. Louis right now working. Um, so, at a do you see there. her? I do. Yeah. Yeah, Aww. we that's have really great we have weekly dates. That's <laughs> oh, awesome. that's a really great support. And so, where do you go to college? Uh, I go to St. Louis University. Okay. And you want to grow up and do what? It's a funny story. <laughs> I did want to be a doctor. I came in pre med, uh, pre med biology. I want to say. And then it changed to a few other things. And then we round up on public health. So then I was public health pre-med. And I was I was in the midst of it last semester. Um, and then come around October, I just, it really wasn't what I loved. I was taking the classes and I just, I didn't, I was like, why am I so unhappy? I should be loving what I'm doing. Even if it is hard, it should be still interesting. And it's not. Um, and so I found a love in public health that I was missing. Um, that aspect of being able to help people, but in a different way, not directly, but, you know, helping them in that public health aspect of, you know, how do we get clean water or like those things, especially in foreign countries, because I do really want to travel back to places like Haiti and help I them. I love that. Yeah. Good girl. Um, and don't you think that's so, <clears throat> so, so important to tell um, some of our high schoolers that like you don't have to decide what you want to be when you grow up when you're 17 years old? <laughs> yes, I think everybody says this, but I don't I don't think it, the message is grasped, if that makes sense. Um, I definitely know I was told this many times, like, oh, you have so much time. Um, when the grand scheme of things as a senior, you do. Um, but I would say as you go into your freshman year of college, everybody among, like, advisors and parents and, you know, just, yeah, I would say administration at colleges are you pretty much have to decide by sophomore year and for like yeah what to do with the rest of your life and that's that's really hard especially like I said when I spent pretty much all of my life wanting to be a doctor and then had this like 360 you know turnaround and was like oh public health is really my calling so I think yeah for high schoolers just to know that it does all work out uh it takes some time it's okay to change your majors three you know, three, five, six, eight times people do it. Like average, I think it's five, like people change their majors five times. And so I think it's- Five times yeah. people change their majors. I think we should really drive that times. home. I had three majors in college. So yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I went in clueless and didn't decide until they made me sophomore year. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's another thing too is it's totally okay to come in undecided. So 100% of people on this podcast right now- <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't go in and stay the same. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> if we need any more proof. <laughs> no, yeah, but I think that's an important yes. message. Because people feel beat like, themselves up. Yes, and I feel like I constantly tell the kids, like, when I say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Just mm-hmm. say um, content, happy, 
successful and yeah. let's um let's work backwards on that and how that looks and so maybe exploring some classes that you never would have dreamed about taking maybe do that yeah, yeah. let let this be the time that that figures out so how was life um moving into the dorms and being in a new city and being four and a half hours away it's it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> I would say that's the best way to explain it. Um, coming into St. Louis, I do have family. So I was very excited, uh, nervous. I waited to the last minute to pack everything. Um, so that was very stressful um, coming to campus. And I think... SLU, so St. Louis University, we call it SLU. Yep. Your mom, your mom for a whole evening called it SLU, and I had no yeah, clue nobody... to school until like four hours We're... later. My best friend lived in St. Louis, so I'm very familiar with SLU. Well, because we also have WashU, which is Washington University. University. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we just abbreviate. Because... I like it so hard. SLU from here on out. Everybody, you've mm -hmm. been told. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, on, we use that, too, because then we have, like, Slunatics, which is, like, our... I oh. love it. Yeah, it's, like, our... Um, mascot? Mascot, like, people that, really? you know, get us hyped for the I games. I dig oh, it. A hype man. I dig it. Yes. How many people go to SLU? Um, I don't know the answer to that question, but I do know I think we have, like, 8,000 undergraduates. That's a good answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so a medium-ish wow. school. Yes. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. it. And so it was a roller coaster mm -hmm. um, because you didn't feel totally prepped and ready when you moved in. And then how was your roommate? Okay. <laughs> so I got there and I went through the first full week. Um, they have like activities all week to get you to know people. Um, so I didn't really get to talk with my roommate. My roommate is actually was actually from Singapore. Uh, so vastly different places. Um, I actually but spoke English. Yeah, she spoke perfect English. And was she totally rich? Because like I watched Crazy movies. Rich Asians. And, you know, in Singapore, they cane people. And you can't have bubble gum. And, like, mm. it's extreme. It's just a very different culture than ours. I find it to be fascinating. I never, I never found out that part. She did say she lived, you know, she shared her room at home. So, I'm, I, you know, I don't want to assume anything. Um, but I do know that is a common, like, thing that they do have a lot of money. I would say that she did feel like she, I guess, had a lot of uh, pride for okay. herself. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. A little bit of also kind of thinking that she's a little better than uh -huh. herself. Because she was like, I've had a maid my whole life. Right. Um, and so I think that was also a big thing, too, coming and like being put with someone that's like from a completely different culture and having to learn to live with each other because we don't know each other. We're all starting freshman year off. Um, so it was a challenge. Um, she's from a very hot climate. I'm from very cold. I'm used to like, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm used to putting the fans on and it being like absolutely freezing so I can like bundle up. Love she's that. She's used to like, you know, no blankets, like nothing. Yeah. Like, so that was, it was really hard. Um, and I think we lived about five months with each other. And it was just, it was not working. Mm -hmm. It was not really a good environment for and either of us. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's totally okay. And I'm very proud of myself for realizing that I needed to, to leave. And that I can say, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think because you don't want to feel like I'm giving up on this. You yeah. can just say, this isn't great. And why I, are we, we don't that, have to do this. I think that's why we also lasted so long. Like five months. Like I think, yeah, up until Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so then what, you got a single or you moved in with someone else? Yeah, so because I had um, such a, I, I don't want to say horrible, but it was pretty bad okay. um, experience, they let me actually pick my new roommate because I did really want the freshman year experience. Um, sophomore year, I'm going to be living by myself, so I really wanted to, you know, get to know someone. We didn't have to be best friends. Uh, I just wanted to be able to share a room with someone and, you know, be able to just say, like, how was your day? You know, um, do you want to go get dinner yes, coffee. 100%. Um, and so her name's uh, Sylvia and she is actually from St. Louis and she's just the kindest person and I've just it's been so great oh so yay yeah, I really I'm, I'm so happy where I am oh so super yay yeah and how hard are the classes uh, I would say <laughs> when I was pre-med I I personally think they're just very unnecessarily hard um yeah, and now that I'm in public health, 
I, I don't know if it's maybe just the teachers um, or the major change. It just feels like people in public health are just, the teachers are just so invested in making sure you're understanding it. And whether that's like maybe giving you an extra project to do or, you know, maybe moving the test dates. Like they're, they really want you to do well. That's awesome. And yeah, and that's, that's how, how education should be. Should be. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that has also why I've, been able to like come back from last semester and really struggling academically because I just love it like I love going to class every day that's awesome how many classes do you have um I'm taking I think it's six classes whoa 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 (laughs) I believe three or four max yeah that seems like a I feel like that's not not I feel like I disagree with this decision yeah (laughs) I'm taking yeah it's 16 credits so that is a lot. And the reason is because last semester I had to drop chemistry, um, partly because I didn't need it anymore. And you're a sane, normal person. Yes, yes. As is. every sane, normal person. Yeah, I was like, I don't. <laughs> I changed, I changed, since I changed my major, I was like, why am I taking chemistry? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good call, Kaylee. So, but yeah, I'm taking 16 because since I was taking, yeah, I know, that's crazy, but you, yeah, you have, yeah. So what are you? What have you found for um, something to fill your bucket of faith? Is that something that's been an intentional choice for you? Have you been missing that? Is that something that maybe she listens to the podcast and that's <laughs> that's your yeah? Church. Uh, I would say I haven't. I really do want to join a choir. I want to find a choir. I think that was Eagles doing Eagles Wings. It's just I really loved that part of putting myself out there. Um, I was always just kind of I'm, – I'm, I'm an introvert, huge introvert. Um, but I just – I love putting myself out there in new ways. Um, so You're not going to challenge that at all? She <laughs> does not come across as an I, – I, oh, oh, what feeds her? What <laughs> feeds her is right. that time alone. But mm-hmm. I would say that she is um, – right. yeah, she's a quieter person amongst the group mm-hmm. of her peers in Eagles, Wings, and Ignition. I would actually say that that is accurate. I know her kind of at a different level because she would babysit. So she would come into our house kind of smiley and bubbly and be super engaging Uh with my girls. So I saw that side of her. Um, And one time, actually, it was at dinner. And you said to me, well, no, like, I'm more quiet. (laughs) And I was like, she kind of had to say it to me because I think I had seen you. A quiet person can still be a person of strength. Mm-hmm. can still be a person that's confident and smart and strong. And she has all of those characteristics. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's why that can be misleading for you about Kaylee. But I would say that I agree with you, that I do think that you are a quieter person in groups. Well, and I would say I've seen you as the quieter person in the groups. Mm-hmm. I, today I'm floored by like. <laughs> oh, uh, of how much she's talking and sharing. Yeah. Not that you've not talked or shared before, but it it is like a level. (laughs) And so part of me is like, I I was thinking like, she's gotten really comfortable in college and found her like your skin. And and so it's, it's, this is cool for me to see the side of you. Yeah. I love, see, and I think I always knew that, like I said, because I think from babysitting, her coming in one-on-one, and then I just expected that in the big group. And I remember one time you were like, Marnie, no, like I'm quieter here. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I think... I think it's a little bit of both, you know, uh, high school growing up. Yeah, I think if I found the right people, I was super bubbly uh, in the in general. I think I was just yeah, I, I preferred to stick to myself. But I think definitely going to college, it's definitely helped me just be more comfortable with coming out with my opinions, especially being in public health, because you have to be able to know what you believe in order to get other people to believe it and advocate for those right. who can't have a voice. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I, Pastor Brian, I feel like does a great job of articulating this. So jump in mm-hmm. there when you said like I'm looking for a place to sing, but you kind of um, you know did a thing with your shoulders. There's no uh, there's no expectation um, of what you're doing in your faith life in college. There's no guilt here. There, I don't want anyone to hear that because I feel like a lot of times that is a time where you take mm-hmm. a pause and you take a break and you have questions and well, mm-hmm. well for me it's that time where you're going. If you're going and you're searching, you said you like church shopping, right? Yeah. It's not because your mom and dad are making you do it. It's because you're searching for something. And 
there's not too many times in your life you get to do something like that. So to me, I want to give permission for you to find something that's different than what you had or something that is exactly like what you had and don't settle for anything else uh, to cheapen that experience because you did have an awesome opportunity. Like, you know how much that meant to you as you've shared the, the stories. So like when when I, I try to be very protective of the, of the searcher to say, I put God in a box my freshman year of college and I didn't want anything to do with church. For other people, though, they're searching, they're ready to ask those questions. And so, yeah. So that, where do you feel like you are? I think for the church, like the one I mentioned that, or it's not the church, um, the choir part, I'm still looking for that. Um, I think that's a piece that maybe I'm still searching for. Um, but I definitely have found a church. Um, so the church that I go to is called The Gathering. Um, it's in McCausland, St. Louis. And I believe they had a, they had a, they started in like an old kind of uh, older church, if that makes sense. Um, and now they've moved to a bigger location because they're just growing. Um, and I think something that I just, I really liked about it was the first, my sister was like, hey, um, I know like, you know, you're in St. Louis, you haven't really, you've been, you know, kind of struggling with everything and you haven't really done a lot of faith things or you know finding a church so how about you come with me to the gathering and so I went to the sermon um or like the yeah the service and the first day when I walked in the first thing that they say at the beginning of every service is that all are welcome uh I think as their own church they also talk about how they've struggled with that as a community um of if they're going to be accepting because I think they're Methodist um yeah and so they kind of have mixed views of the LGBT community. And so as a church, like specifically, they've chosen uh, to accept everybody. And I think re- like hearing that is what I really needed. Um, I did go to the Catholic church because my my institution is a, a Jesuit, so mm-hmm. Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and on their pamphlets, when you walk into like college church, they do say like, if you're not our denomination, like you can still get communion, but you can't take it like you just you can receive a blessing and I think reading stuff like that it just it didn't used to bother me growing up but it really did and I just after that I was like yeah I'm just not gonna go there I don't feel welcome and I went to the gathering and it was just yeah it's his the rest is history (laughs) and why do you think um is it your age is it your generation is it personal relationships that has made you a person such um that that is such a profound choice in where you will practice your faith um I think I think it's very personal for me um I think growing up uh it was very like I said I was very connected with music um I think our church, see, I grew up going to main campus. So we have main campus and we have celebration. So celebration is a lot like the gathering where it's more upbeat. Um, and it's just, yeah, I just, I like that feel. I love the singing aspect. Um, and then I love like the flow of it. And then you go into the sermon and then you end on a high note as well. Um, versus like a main campus, more traditional service. Um, it's not, it has music, but it's not as, you know, upbeat. Um, and so I think as a personal, like personal, I was like, oh, well, I didn't really grow up doing this, but I want it. I want to explore that side of me, that side of my faith that I really have never like touch so mm-hmm. yeah I think it's more personal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's wonderful I always feel like um yeah I think the songs over on the main campus certainly have upbeat messages and love and hope in them um but perhaps the taste or the style is slightly different um right and we can all connect to them differently but sometimes I think the songs for me become a very prayerful part of worship yeah. I, I, um, hope, I hope Chris Brown is listening right now because <laughs> every time he plays a slow song, I'm like, Chris, stop it. Oh, I love <laughs> the teasing, slow song. I, I love <laughs> But like that's like when we argue in front of people and we're totally teasing when yeah. we do it because yeah. you have to know us. And I think we scare people when we argue in front of people. But it's, it's this back and forth because I'm, he'll he'll do a really fast song to open it. Like a, it will build up energy. And then he'll do a quiet song. I'm like, Chris, you can't you switch those. <laughs> Start quiet. Build it up. And then build it up even more. So I went like, I yeah. Yeah, it's funny that you bring it up. I think actually Chris Brown is probably a big reason too that I I wanted to further that connection. He's just such an awesome guy. I think 
especially being a part of those in leading worship too. It's just, it's those people. And I think at the gathering, it's just, it's the people that are up on stage that you can, you can tell when somebody sings, Mm -hmm. um, when they're preaching, especially if they are really trying, you know, to get a message across or, or connection. And I, I think that's, and are there peers at, from your school that attend this worship service um, or I would say yeah not that I know of. okay <laughs> okay um probably yeah because it is it's off campus freshmen don't have cars mm-hmm. so I would mm-hmm. say I'm lucky because my your sister, sister takes, takes you yeah that's awesome that's so great it really is <laughs> well I love that you're getting your bucket filled I am yeah and being challenged in new and exciting ways mm-hmm. um and what else would you like to say to some of the kids um, about college? Because I think you and I have talked about it. And I think I was surprised um, in mentoring some of the high schoolers that went away to college um, with several people that are outgoing, um, who love life, who wouldn't come off as people who wouldn't bite in to a sandwich and by that I mean life with uh, with zest. Um, but that came home kind of at Christmas saying, everybody said this was the best four years of your life and I, I haven't made those connections or I haven't made those friendships or I haven't found that group or some that go, I don't even know if I want to go back to that school. I think, first of all, we should give everybody freedom that mm-hmm. if you pick a school, you don't have to stay there. I think yeah. we, we should say that because I think that's okay to switch a school. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think number two... When people, I think adults say, this was the best four years of my life, recognize high schoolers that that is with rose-colored glasses from our past of 20 years ago. And that certainly within those four years, there were challenges and there were relationships that were struggles and that maybe we didn't have best friends on week two. Right. So I think these are important messages that you would want to convey. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I think... Just coming, yeah, I think coming in, everybody, you, you try not to set expectations for yourself. It's probably one of the hardest things because you're leaving your family. You're like, oh my gosh, this is, I can finally, Freedom! you know, stay up until 4 a.m. And nobody's like, you need to go to bed. <laughs> or like, this is the time to eat. Like, dinner's ready. Um, I think, yeah, going into college, I want everybody to know that it does take time. You might not, this sounds harsh but you might not find those people freshman year and it's okay it's okay that you maybe don't feel at home um but as long as you explore why you're not feeling that way or why you're not making that group I think that's what matters because for me um I did feel that way I was like did I make the right choice why am I not meeting people so I joined as many clubs as I could smart move yeah and I really have found the people and my home. And I think it it just it just takes time. You have to try and put yourself out there. Being an introvert, it is one of the hardest things in the world to go to a club because if, for me, I can get there. I can't get in the door. Yeah. So it's pushing myself to be like, you made it all this way. Why don't you just go in? You know, five Good minutes. Good for you. And applause track. Applause right. track. <laughs> and this is the time now. Like, Yeah, try the club. Try the group. Be- and then don't go back. Well, my thing is... Mandy, Mandy and I would play the game like, what was your favorite time in life? Mm-hmm. And I always say now. Now is my favorite time. Uh, we have a home, we, you know, an awesome church family, our kids, mm-hmm. everything is like now is my perfect time. Mandy's favorite time? College. College. <laughs> like you're only going to be here once. Like, li- like live it up. Join those groups where they are so available. Uh, do an intramural. Um, yeah. So props to you. Yeah, go and do a different type of church service because it's very possible you get a job somewhere where that your community doesn't have that. So at least you're going to know now what you want. Well, and I think that this is so awesome for you because I think people, the value of community, people, those that are in relationship um, are healthier, live longer. And so for you to begin the practice of trying to recreate that post high school, you're going to have to recreate that again and again in your life if you move if you make a new job Mm -hmm. so i think it's a hard thing and we can do hard things yeah i think a really another topic um like going off of that too is that i think it's hard and especially in this day and age you are restarting um and oftentimes you forget how to make friends like (laughs) we i think in this day and age we're just so used to 
having those people like because you're maybe forced to take a gym class and you are forced to spend that hour with those people in college it's oh if I'm gonna go to Starbucks I'm gonna go to Starbucks and maybe I'll meet somebody but no one's telling you to do it um no one's telling you to go to classes so I think that's a big part too is knowing that like you know figuring out how you want to present yourself um and like what you're looking for in a friend too because you can't be friends with everybody and I think that's also a big message too is you're gonna probably over self-analyze when you're meeting like 400 plus people because you'll meet so many people like I think I met like seriously so many people the first week and have not talked to a lot of them since right and that's Mm -hmm. it's fine like I see them on like West Pine which is like our main thing and they we still say hi to each other it's it's, I think it's that part where it's you're going to meet so many people, but you just have to be okay that you might not stay friends. You might learn something about them that you don't want to be friends with them anymore. Or uh, you join a program and you just have, you know, some, like, conflict. But, yeah, I think just trying to figure out how to have those friendships and meet new people and be okay to explore that side of you I think that's the hardest part about going to college yeah well and people don't um, have a stereotype about you in their head right Mm -hmm. they don't go oh that's Kaylee from the Eagles Wings group nope Mm -hmm. you're just you and you have to figure out yeah like how exactly what you said how you said I'm going to represent myself so I think there's a lot of self evaluation and self you know what do what do I think what do I like do I like spinach in my eggs I don't know (laughs) I did at home but do I hear right am I gonna belong to the eggs and spinach club (laughs) yeah I'm a vegan now yeah yeah (laughs) no I think think these are important things I think it's exciting to think about Mm -hmm. and take those new ideas and be able to let yourself you are free falling and I think Mm -hmm. you came from a group where our identity as a group is real strong mm-hmm. here at this church, right? Yeah. And the city, Naperville, mm-hmm. and your school. Like, you came from some very big, strong identifying groups, which mm-hmm. maybe not everybody experiences before they go to college, but you certainly mm-hmm. did. And none that yeah. you had to run from, right? Like, none that you were like, right. I don't want to be identified with that. Mm-hmm. Can I ask her about somebody that she fell has, in love ha- with? No, has to be identified <laughs> oh, with. I, I fell in love with your parents. Oh, he did. He did. You, I heard all of this. Mandy, Mandy and I could not stop talking about your parents. They, so it was like wine with the wises, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't really know your parents outside of church, and I got to hear. Your life story, their life story, mm-hmm. everything. It was hilarious. We could not stop laughing. <laughs> um, and I don't think we, like your parents, Mandy and I, don't. I don't think we really participated in the wine tasting and judging. Mm-hmm. We were just drinking the wine nonstop. <laughs> so it was, it was hilarious. Has your dad always had his Fu Manchu? That's really where my question is. His beard. It's, well, yes. it's a Fu Manchu. I don't know. Yeah. What, is that what you call that it? That is technically okay. its terminology. He's never told me that. So I shame say, on him. Is this but not a Fu Manchu? I, I must ask you a, a question. A mustache <laughs> a question. How, yes. Has he always had that? Okay. So obviously he didn't have it in like younger ages. Yeah, when he was like five, um, he didn't. But when he grew up. Your yes. whole life. So yes, he, my mom has never seen him without it. I he has never it. shaved it off. Shave and we, it off. Yes. Shave it no, off. Lynn, no, Do Lynn, don't like, make him shave like, it off. What if we just shaved it off in the middle of the night? Like what would happen? He would lose his strength. It's kind of like, um, I think um, it could be exciting. Delilah and Samson. Is it Samson and Delilah? With yeah. the hair? Yeah. <laughs> so he loses it his could, strength. It would grow back within probably a couple of weeks. He, no, He's, it would just be kind of fun for her to go on a date with a guy who looks so I'm different. Like I'm certain, on a date with a new guy. <laughs> I am fairly certain that I heard that night that um, I I I heard that in order for him to help people at the hospital mm-hmm. for his career, he has to have the Fu Manchu. It's a part of his story. It's so. his identity. It is. It yeah. Is. Like he told yeah. you that if he shaved it off. No, I'm making this up oh, right I'm now. Oh, I, I, that's how cool I think your parents are. <laughs> I'm gonna make legends up about. Yeah, they're legends. I think. Yeah, no, I, it definitely is an image thing for him. He rocks it. Like I, oh, totally I, does. Some people just know. I was like, you know, in this day and age, but he really does. And I think. What do you What do you like about your parents? Okay, that's what I want to know. <laughs> I know there. Are I many my dad is he like literally just has like 
a resting bitch face all the time and like looks like <laughs> looks like he would just like be the meanest person ever and would want to like punch you you know he and just keeps it then up. what do you get but he's a teddy bear on correct like, seriously uh just the most like i i don't even know how to explain it like he's me but just he he doesn't he's yeah he just doesn't let the genie out of the bottle ever he's mm-hmm. just so sweet he's the kind of person that you know will get you coffee even when you said oh i don't want it he'll go and get it anyways yeah like you know what i mean or he'll just he'll be at costco and he'll call you and he'll be like oh my gosh they have cookies do you want cookies Hmm. like he's just that kind of dad he's thoughtful and like you know thoughtful um husband as well just my mom like growing up i think that's also a favorite part too is my parents like they fight in front of us, you know, they, you know, they cook in front of us, like, they do everything in front of us, and I loved that growing up, because I saw them grow. Love each other. Love each other, and that it's, you know, that that it's not perfect, that there are bumps and bruises, um, but they fall on each other, um, and I think, yeah, that's a big thing that I love about both of my parents. My mom is also, um, specifically very bubbly, so my dad's, like, more introverted, um, and my mom's like super outgoing. Like we'll hug anybody. We'll be like, oh hello, you know, at the at the post office, and I'll go I'll go and come back in five minutes, and she knows where this person lives. Sure, she does. She knows yes. how many kids they have, um, yes. where they went to college. Uh-huh. She's, She's my people, mm-hmm. right? She. <laughs> they're they're awesome people. Yes, I'm just letting you know. It, it I put them in the category of like, why have we been not been hanging out together? <laughs> Why have we not hung out since Wine with the Wises? No, he send told them, me to tell you he wants message. to. He, like, good. he literally had such a good time with you I'm guys. doing the eye lock with you right <laughs> good, now. Good, it's yeah, you, <laughs> This message needs to be sent. Yeah, yes. I'll get a babysitter for the, the goots guys. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy, oh, wow, you remembered the A at oh, the end. Oh, you'll I never forget you it because it. Mandy, Gootskas. Mandy for like a full week, all she would say is goots guys. <laughs> and we would just laugh. They were so fun. Oh, Yay, Kaylee. So now that you've had this really kind of challenging, mm-hmm. new, exciting, forming time in your life, yeah. where what do you wish for yourself in mm. the next five? Because in the next five, mm. what is this degree? Is this degree four? It is six. Okay. So in yes. the next seven, tell me, what do you, where do you see yourself in mm. the next seven years? What would you wish for yourself to experience um, or to shape yourself? Yeah, I think in the next seven years, I definitely want to explore that faith aspect too because I think often, especially first semester, you know, I kind of lost that engaging thing. It's really hard when you don't set aside that time to do that. So I think in the seven years, I want to see how I grow. Um, You know, what else can I learn? Um, Maybe what church am I at seven Mm -hmm. years from now? Like, am I still in St. Louis? Right. (laughs) Am I in Milwaukee? Like, who knows? Um, And I Where would be a dream place to live? Oh. Because not Milwaukee. That was a bad, like, (laughs) here, St. Louis, Milwaukee. It's all (laughs) You know, honestly... I mean, Milwaukee's a nice town. Anybody from Milwaukee? Milwaukee's yeah. Nice you might town. have just lost half yeah. our listeners. I know. Half of them go to like have a connection I to St. Louis. I just mean like if you're dreaming I in college, I don't know if I would pick the, the climate. <laughs> I honestly would live in Milwaukee. My family's from Milwaukee. My mom and my dad. I really messed up, up here. No, you're totally fine. Go Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers. It's ruined. Our listeners are gone. <laughs> our sponsors half are Half of them leaving. have left. Like, how dare she? Okay, so yay Milwaukee. So who knows yes. where you'll be. So. St. Louis, Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Um, I will hopefully be maybe working for the CDC. Probably not because because that would be like a real reach, right? That's a hard. But that would be, I would say, maybe an internship. Okay, maybe you know, a real get. Yes. So I'm working in like for maybe some some place, some public health uh, agency would be my goal for the seven years from now. And are you traveling abroad? Within the seven years, what experiences are you there? So I am studying abroad in Madrid next year. So my sophomore year. Stop it right (laughs) now. The whole year? Oh, no, no, no. Just a semester. Still. That's still a semester. Still. It's still. Amazing. Yeah. And it's that's a whole other thing within itself because in Madrid, they speak Spanish. Sure they do. And I have not what? taken Spanish in so that long. Takes, you're but. really cute. You're really cute. And you're going to smile <laughs> yeah. a lot. And I'll you're... just be like, okay. See, si. 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 senor. Yeah. Si, senor. Mas cervezas, por favor. Papas fritas? 
That's French fries. Margaritas. <laughs> That's yeah. all I got. Yeah. I just got to so, learn uh, this. No, sentence. sangria. Te lago, iced tea. <laughs> te lago. What? Te, te lago, te, iced tea. Is that what iced tea? That's is? what right. I said in Cancun. Te, te, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, well, I might have said something else, people. <laughs> so, because yeah, we, we get a comment later. Speaking, uh, <laughs> so that's exciting. Yeah. And so will you be going with a group of students from SLU? So you can either live in an apartment, uh, which is obviously more expensive, um, or you can get a host family with a few gals. So I'm in a sorority. So I am planning to maybe find some people in my sorority to study abroad. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> yes, I like this. And then you would live in a home. Yes. Which so would be home. really nice. And what if you fell in love with the son who's a Spanish guy <laughs> and he's so exotic? This is exciting. That would be fun. That would be really fun. <laughs> and you're like, what do you do? Right. He's like... Uh, and you're like, I don't know what you're I, saying. I have to go back home. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> well, that's really exciting. Yay you for dreaming. Yay you mm -hmm. for um, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And doing something that's difficult and hard. Mm -hmm. And our message would be that it gets better. Right. Yeah. I think especially too for uh, SLU, we're really big on mental health. Like I spiritually, mentally, we're just all the whole person, and if one of those is off, you can't. You just you, you can't function. It's and truth. I think uh, that's also a really big message that I do want to tell people um, that it's really hard to maybe know when you're not okay in college because everything is like spinning. Like it's it's nonstop. Good classes, food. Oh my gosh, what time is it? Like you have no idea when all of these are happening. And I just think maybe just take a moment to like know that it's not okay and know that it's okay to maybe have that mental breakdown, to, you know, cry in the counselor's office, uh, to maybe cry on a friend's shoulder, or tell a professor, I can't come to class today, I'm sorry. You know, like, just be honest with them. Mm. Like, I 100%, like, I would text, or not text, <laughs> email any of my professors and let them know, like, how I'm doing, because they're not, it's not like high school, they're not going to be like, I'm sorry, it's still due, they might say that, um, but they also might be like, okay, let's work through this, why, is there right. anything I can do, um, and so I just, yeah, that's a big message that I want them, like, everybody to hear, um, and also be comfortable to get that help, it's so scary to go to a counselor's office, to speak with someone, um, and if maybe that first encounter is not okay, go again, ask for someone different. You'll find that person. You just have to keep going. I found that. Have you gotten some great advice? <sighs> yeah. Um, I would say, I think maybe from my psychologist back at home, um, was honestly just to take that step in, it's uh, in the door because that's so, so hard for me. Um, like I said, I'll go to a professor's office to ask a question and I will literally turn around and go back to my dorm because I can't do it. I'm so mm. scared. Um, and so whenever I'm in that situation, I just think of that because I'm like, what if? What if I go through that door? What experience is coming out of this? Maybe that professor is giving me an internship opportunity. You know, maybe I'll finally understand pre-calc or, you know? Yeah, right. No, so nope. That's it's not just that happen. opportunity of going through that door that's go awesome. through the door yes. i love that kaylee mm -hmm. i love that so much um i'm so proud of you thank you yeah you rock i'm glad you came on <laughs> yeah i just think <clears throat> it's so important for people to hear that like i said mm -hmm. i know that there's a couple students that are away right now that are kind of having a hard time um, mm -hmm. and a couple that are on the sophomore year and are experiencing kind of a better zone um and so mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe from Naperville you don't go and struggle with the classes, but maybe you go and you struggle with some of these other things. And so to know that it's okay to ask for help, to also say, I'm actually not having the best time in the whole entire world. Mm -hmm. And for people to say, yeah, it, it will, you will, you'll get there, you'll get there. Yeah, we believe in you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Um, before we leave, is there yeah. anything else that you should add? Um, any nuggets of wisdom? Because I feel like you've blessed us with many. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I would also say coming from Naperville Central, uh, I did not feel as prepared uh, coming into college. Some people might. Um, I know that we're also often known as like the best education in Illinois, like for schools. Um, and I would say studying wise. So like education, yes. Um, but studying <clears throat> tips and how to study, how does your you like personally work? Um, 
that's yeah I was individually owning your study habits right and I think coming to college I just want people to know that if you didn't have them or they worked and now you failed an exam like, yep it's a constant growth right. and understand it's okay to oh, fail an exam you ready for this yeah. I feel like I didn't really learn how to read read like speed read and actually understand concepts until mm. I was in seminary so High school, I somehow managed to graduate. <laughs> College really pushed me, and you learned how to work in groups. But mm-hmm. in seminary, when they're like, this book, you're going to read it by tomorrow, I learned how to like focus and read. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like at each stage, I pushed myself to, to figure out how to learn the best way and right. reflect and, and, and absorb. So that's what I hear you saying is it's not necessarily mm-hmm. that you didn't get it, but that you were pushed to a new style of learning um, mm-hmm. for that next level. Because it's, yeah. it's not for everybody. It's, it is at a different standard. So Because all colleges push you differently. Yeah. 100%. Ours is, ours is especially. Same as professors. Yeah. yeah. As a medium-sized, we're – they are very like they the classes are challenging they're meant to be because they want you to think they want you to understand not just leave a class and be like what did I learn but like why why did I learn this why did they teach me this how can I apply this to my life yeah um they want yeah and so I think that yeah just the big thing about studying too is like you're gonna have to try 20 million study habits it's okay to fail because that means that you learn something. You're going to learn something from this and you you can change. You can ask the professors. You can go see somebody. We have um, at SLU at least we have um, actually a student success coach who specializes just in that. Like she just sits down with students and says, how have you studied? Mm-hmm. How can I help you? You know, like do you want to lay out your schedule right now? I have an hour. Let's just, you know, hang out and do that. So I think it's getting those resources finding out what your school has and not being scared to do that um the earlier the better like i i know that i love this and yeah. i think what the overarching message is mm-hmm. advocate for yourself yes mm-hmm. advocate for you and if it's big and if it's mm-hmm. a lot then use the people because it's for like that for everybody so don't <clears throat> yeah don't hesitate in that Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. a great message. Kaylee, yeah, this was inspiring and motivating and I yeah. think super important, especially um, for our cool uh, people that listen to this that mm-hmm. happen to be in the teens and 20s. So yay you. Yeah. Thanks I'm so excited you were able to have me. And if anybody wants to reach out to me, seriously, I love talking about all of this college. Are, are you on the book of faces and Instagram and... I have Instagram. I have an Instagram. I have a Finsta. I have a Snapchat. Wait. You have a fake Instagram? Yeah. (laughs) You're not supposed to talk about... I don't think you're supposed to reveal that you have a Finsta. I just did. the Finsta (laughs) is supposed to Follow me on my Finsta. The only fake people. Um, I love it. How about you could also email us any questions or or ideas to maximandmarnie at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. And then we'll forward them and have Kaylee just answer. We will totally send them to you. Yeah, because they're way above us. She took pre-calc people. You heard it here. (laughs) Um, I'm still waiting on people. People like will send me a text message saying how they feel about an episode, but nobody emails us. (laughs) We created this Gmail account for y'all, and right. you're not using it. It's very so archaic. Please do. Please yeah, email they're just them. like, I'll just text archaic. him. I'll, I'll just text, text him. him. I've got an inside route. Yeah, I know the producer. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, thanks, thank you so Kaylee. Much. Yeah. You're the best. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>